Good morning on Saturday. Saturday morning, bright sun, blue sky, long shadows. It's looking good here. Looking very good, very calm. No, uh, no breeze in those trees outside. Ah, I'm looking forward to returning to a more normal day today. Yesterday was tremendously exciting. Too exciting for me. Loads of people, big celebrations, fancy meal, the whole works. Maybe I'll speak about it later, but it was all a bit much for me and I last night. So it ran out of energy about eight o'clock. So sleep later and uh, up this morning, looking out at the grass, saying to myself, is it, is it time to give it the first cut of the year? Certainly time for me to get the rake out and give that that so-called lawn or rake. There's an awful lot of moss growing in it. Okay, let's uh, get on with the day then. I'm in my mobile studio now and I'm about to sneeze, I think. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. Um, what was I going to say to you? I was going to tell you that I've never been to a bar mitzvah ever in my life. I've been to a, a Jewish wedding uh, on Kibbutz Beit Alpha in 1977. That was, I think, somewhere in Galilee, and uh, that was that was some experience. But I've never been to a bar mitzvah, and the reason I mention this is that, as far as I know, a bar mitzvah is a rite of passage, a very important rite of passage. And yesterday, my daughter had what would be regarded by some. I hadn't really thought this through until thinking about this this morning, but she was confirmed. She had her confirmation. Now, the Roman Catholic Church has a what they call a sacrament called confirmation, and it involves a bishop um, conducting a service, and go. it's so long since I did it that I don't know what else happens, but it's, it's a step on the journey because you have baptism into the Roman Catholic Church, well into Christian life I suppose and uh, then you have two other big things, one is going to confession and the other is uh, communion but this is the next one so I guess it's number four in the sacraments but it's uh, it, it's especially important one anyway we had a great celebration was, uh, and we had a service back to the school and on to a meal in a fancy hotel in Cork. Um, somebody gives you uh, a sponsor. You have a sponsor. So my wife's sister was a sponsor. Her godparents were there. Her grandmother and father were there. Brother, One of her brothers was there. And uh, a few other, not not many other people actually. Um, 
and it was a lovely day. It was very intense. People all over the place saying hello to people, saying, hugging people, chatting with people, food, lots and lots of food. The night before there had been a lot of wine. Um, so by the time eight o'clock came last night, I was knackered, completely knackered, wiped out. Oh, by the way, the good thing was that my daughter had a good day. That was really all that mattered to me, to be honest, and she did have a good day. She got plenty of presents as well, but overall, she had a good day. And um, <clears throat> so, it really wasn't until this morning, until I was first down into the kitchen and had a chance to tidy up the last bit of the kitchen and sit down, have a cup of tea and say hi to the dog and the cat and all of that. that so it's, I've only had a few hours of, um, a few hours of um, control over myself, I suppose, is what I mean. I'm now driving into a um, riding centre where my daughter is going to be competing in a jumping competition with a new pony who is very, very what they call green. So I think she's only going to be jumping 70s. In fact, there might only be 60s. These are 60 centimeters, 70 centimeters. Her previous pony would have jumped 80. But this one's on loan because we sold the, we sold summer. So she doesn't, we don't own any pony at the moment. up here now hoping that I'm not late it's very important not to be late well I hope I'm not going to be late anyway I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy this it's lovely weather fantastic weather okay cheerio for now I think it's time for a little light music I'm slowly learning a new language and it's the language, it's equine, I think you'd call it. Yeah, I, I can speak some English and I speak an awful lot less Irish. I can speak more French than I can speak Irish. I have a few uh, pet phrases learnt in German and my Italian and my Spanish are diabolical and I'm not a bit humble. So yeah, learning this equine language is a, is a new thing for me, really. I'll give an example. I mean, when you say, you know, that pony is green. Now, they're out in Ireland in green fields, so you might be thinking, right, there's an Irish pony there. That's green. But here's the thing I learned. That ponies are born, and for the first three years, they are out in fields or wherever they're kept, eating green grass or being fed and growing, basically growing. So they're getting stronger, they're getting heavier, and their legs are getting longer. And so long as they don't grow too tall, you can be sure they're going to be a pony and that's the size they're going to be for the whole of their life. 
and then they have to be broken in. Now, I always thought that breaking a horse in was what cowboys did after they had lassoed wild horses, but apparently even a modern-day pony has to be broken in before anyone can ride it. So the pony is broken in, but the pony, and that means that the pony will at least let somebody put a saddle on the back and somebody can get up on top of the pony and sit. But the pony doesn't know what to do. The pony is uneducated. The pony doesn't understand the language of human riders. The pony doesn't understand an instruction. The pony doesn't understand an invitation. And this is what they mean when they talk about a pony being green. It means that the pony may not even have safely jumped over a jump. May not be able to... Anyway, I'm just thinking about jumping. The pony may be fitful, unpredictable, unreliable, probably is the, the, the main concern, that the pony does fine one day and the next day the pony throws you off. So, there we are, word number one in pony language or equine language. That pony is green. It means the thing hasn't had any tuition or if it has had some tuition, it needs more. So there. I like the phrase though. Oh, it's a bit green. Well, after leaving Maryville um, Equestrian Centre, where my daughter was competing on the pony I spoke about earlier, I think, um, myself and my son, Ben, we took ourselves down to Crosshaven and we went to Cronin's Pub which, by the way, highly recommended. Crosshaven's just one of those small places beginning with a C around Cork. You have Cork, Crosshaven, Corabini, Carrigaline. I don't know what else you have, but there are a good number of places beginning with C within a I don't know, 10 mile radius of each other. Anyway, we went down to Cronin's pub and we had a fish pie in a soup bowl. Oh, it was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, and a pint of Guinness. There was soup in it, in the, in the soup bowl, liquid anyway, and uh, mashed potatoes on top, there was peas, there was salmon, there was a bit of a white fish. Oh, absolutely delightful, and something remarkable happened. It was just taking delivery of the two pints when a man with a a big man with a beard or should I say a man with a big beard anyway both apply came over and said hello Paul and I turned around and I looked at him and I thought oh my god who are you and he said we, we've met on Periscope I'm, I'm Robbie from Periscope and I said oh my god you're Robbie from Periscope. Wow. Yes. He, there are a few, not many people in Ireland on using Periscope. And I, some of them come on to scopes that I, I've done or have come on to ones. 
and uh, Robbie is one of them. And it was just delightful. He couldn't stay. I, I was just about to say, will you sit down and have a pint with us? But he, he said he had to go. So uh, I, I said, we said, look, we must meet another day. Come down and have a pint with you here. He said, he said he had to do something that sounded a lifeboat. Yes, he had to do something like bring in a lifeboat. So I thought, wow. So this guy, who I've had exchanges really, conversation with on Periscope. Oh, we're under the river now. should have a pint together or a cup of coffee it doesn't matter even a glass of water so that was oh yes I insisted that I could t I wanted a selfie with him and I have a selfie with him and I'm very very pleased so that was a chance encounter in Crosshaven over lunchtime before driving my son Ben to the airport to fly back to London but to Gatwick that's another story later that afternoon the man went into the woods with his dog and he went live on Periscope I took Louis to the woods and did a very long live stream of the experience on Periscope. You see, I'm learning Russian on Periscope, and so far I've even learned how to pronounce the capital of Russia, which I used to pronounce Moscow, or even Moscow, but it's actually meant to be pronounced Moskva, Moskva. The KVA or Kva, Moskva. And that's just something that I'm very pleased about. And uh, I've often wondered for years what's the right way to pronounce M O S C O W. And what do you think is the best way to bring an episode to a very nice conclusion? Do you think a bottle of Malbec 2017 would be a good idea? Los Cardos, Donna Paula, Malbec 2017, Mendoza, Argentina. Well, that's what it is. Mendoza, Argentina. So I'm going to say goodbye to you from this episode. It's Paul O'Mani here in Cork in Ireland with his feet up on a sofa now after all the intensity of the last couple of days. It's time for a bit of relaxation and a bit of listening and watching at the same time. I'm one of these people who 
has a television on silent while I listen to other people speak on in podcasts. So, with great thanks, it's Paul saying bye-bye for now and uh, wishing you an even better day than you believe you deserve.